MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, <laughs> and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle! Sup? And producers, Deadeye Knight, and... Kill yourself! <laughs> Eat shit! And Cable, so- and so- Cable 2KX. Sorry, I don't know what came over me. Oh... Oh, I remember. I played League this week for the pre-show, and now I'm an awful person. <laughs> and Cable 2KX. What up, no. <laughs> Die, Cable! <laughs> I already felt like I did. <laughs> <laughs> you're all shit. Uninstall the games because you're all shit. Yeah, now we're talking. I became super toxic. All right, well, welcome to episode 173 of the GameZilla podcast. I don't know what that is talking about. Those sound like his kind of people. You know, they are my kind of people. <laughs> I've, I've actually finally found a community that I feel part of. You got a good point there. Dead Eyes people are pretty strange. Well, we're back yet again for the 173rd time. I mean, not me. Well, yeah, you're still the noob. Yeah. Well, you're not the noob noob, though. You're just the noob. Yeah. Cable's the noob, the noob noob. Cable's noob noob. Super noob. I'm glad to have Cable back. I missed his I face. Missed, I missed Cable. Cable is back, feeling good. I'm feeling good. We're going to start with Cable. How, how, what's going on? What's new? What's shaking, Bacon? Um, I am 55 pounds lighter. Damn. Oh, yeah. Uh, I knew you looked good. Lean, mean gaming machine over there. I'd, I'd put it in your butt. That's I mean... What- he said last <laughs> night. Man, you went Man, from you went all from, the action. You went from cable one to cable one S. Soon enough, you'll be a cable one X. Man, I'm upgrades. I'm 4K now. All all the power just in a smaller frame. Yeah. Nah, um, feeling good. Finally getting back to normal. Starting to be able to drink more, add more liquid to me, all that kind of good stuff. So. I got a huge appointment coming Wednesday um, where I can eat something other than runny-ass grits. I'm That's all you've been eating is runny-ass grits? Runny-ass grits. Man, ass grits are awful. I'm tired. I'm, I need something else. If I eat anything else, it, just, it hurts my stomach. So I'm ready for some new food. Gaming-wise... Destiny. I figure that's what everyone else has been playing. And I've been playing League a lot more. Oh. I've been enjoying League. Oh. He's been improving. That Good makes thing we got that thing recorded. That makes one of us. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> well, good, man. We're happy to have you back. Welcome back. And I'm glad you're feeling good. Glad things Thank are you. on the up and up. Yes, sir. Can't wait. Now, something on the down and down. Jazz Fiddle, how the hell you been? Hey, I've been awful. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Yes. You are terrible. <laughs> terrible. Uh, Destiny 2. Um, playing a lot of that. And league, and that's it. I think there's some. Are you are you saving your? Did we already announce your big news? Your status change? Did you say no? Egg, not did on you the say show. Eggnounce? Not yeah. Eggnounce. Yeah, Eggnounce. Oh, like he uh, works for Robotnik. 
Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, did way you, to ruin my news. You you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's gone. <laughs> did we want to go into that now, or is that something you're saving for later? No, we can go into it now. Okay. Um, I've put. Uh, can we get some? Uh, can we get some like street some fighter hype music? Some hype music, yeah. Because this has never happened before. Well, how about we? There it is. Hype music. <laughs> no, let's actually be nice to him. He wow. Des- he deserves the music. It's been a long time coming. One that we never thought would get here. Six years in the making. And I thought it was bullshit. I finally hit Silver 5 and Ranked Link of Legends. <laughs> Did you say Link of Legends? Link of Legends. <laughs> of Legends. Legend right. of Zelda Links. <laughs> Links. Lincoln Logs. I've been playing Lincoln Logs. <laughs> I got left. And I got five silver My pieces now. My mom told me I made it to silver playing with Lincoln Logs. <laughs> No idea what it means, but damn, I'm happy. No, but I've been playing uh, ranked League of Legends for six seasons now, and I've been bronze the whole time. This year, I told myself I'm not a bronze player. I will get out of bronze, and I have successfully made it to silver five and have yet to play a ranked game since because I'm afraid that I'll get knocked back down to bronze. So I'm deciding whether I'm going to continue my long journey to gold instead of silver this time, or I'm going to just hang up that account and go play my Smurf account for the rest of the season so I get that silver. Oh so. my god. <laughs> I think well, that's the best I'll move right there. I'll can see you on Ranked League later. Hopefully <laughs> we can uh, not get me knocked back down to bronze. Congratulations nonetheless, even if you decide to pansy out and uh, freeze your account no, until I'm, next season. No, I'm not freezing it. We're going straight to gold. I believe it. I'm still in bronze, so thanks for leaving me behind. Hey, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it had to be done. <laughs> it had to be done. All right, well, I knew that was some big news, so I want to get that out of the way. Dada, how you been, man? What's new? I've been good. Um, can I tell you about the highlight of my, my weekend gaming? Please, please. So, you know, my friend Grimlock had a birthday over the weekend. And he was just begging me for a good time. He's like, Dead Eye, I'm hanging out with you here for an hour and a half. No one else chilling. Just just you and I on my birthday. I know you're going to bring the good time to me. And I was like, you're damn right I am. I walked into your game room, and I pulled out a copy of Madden 13 for the PlayStation 3, and you and I played some football. This is true. That's all I had to say. I saw that upstairs. I was like, we played Madden 13. (laughs) So I I was like, man, is he selling this? What's going on? Everyone that comes in my house is worried about me right now. They're legitimately like, he's been off too long. He needs to go back to work. He's playing Madden. (laughs) A copy that he clearly paid 75 cents for because that was the price sticker on it. Garage sale. The only reason I own it is because Kelvin Johnson was on the front. And we played the sloppiest three quarters of football before we had to go to dinner. Yep. And Uh, and then uh, a tie. And then a tie. Yeah. It was the 49ers versus the Steelers, right? Yeah, 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 that was it. I was the 49ers. Crabtree wide open, touchdown, boom. Just and then I had the kickoff return. Yeah, yeah. You went up 7 nothing, and I just made the call when before you kicked it off, I'm like, I'm returning this for a touchdown. And then there was just this giant gap in his defense. I'm like, gone. Yeah, <laughs> I was totally. like, yeah, I'm good at this game. And then I realized, no, I'm not. <laughs> we realized it's Madden and we're yep. both idiots. Yep. Uh, and uh, actually had fun with it. That's what that's what you're supposed to do with sports games. You're supposed to play with another person that also has no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And then the skill level's even and it doesn't matter if the controllers are confusing and the game's not that fun. 
I agree. Yeah. I, um, I did have fun. It was ridiculous. And I almost substituted Alex Smith for Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> you showed up. But it was a year before he was uh, good for a year. So he was. I was like, well, he's just going to fumble the ball. I'll keep Alex Smith in. It would have been really funny had you put him in and then just continued to take a knee <laughs> and throw the game. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, that and then other than that, I mean, I don't have to go too much into Destiny 2. I know it was covered on this week's episode of GameZilla Alpha that was released on Sunday. And uh, you guys went in depth into a lot of your thoughts, but I'm liking it. I'm liking it more than I thought I would. Uh, all the changes, for the most part, have felt good. I'm not going to sit here and nitpick it, but I will say the the bit, the best thing about Destiny 2 is it is what I wanted Destiny 1 to be, and that's more like Borderlands. Uh, yeah. The writing, the yeah. characters, the personality they bring out in this game makes it more fun. So yeah. that's my big thing. I think the uh, even the catalog of weapons and stuff has is improved. I think it's... Uh, Definitely showing that e- that they're they made a big library of items, and the DLC is only going to add more. So that's reassuring. But you know, since since the uh, Gamezilla Alpha, I finished the story um, and and progressed further. You know, in the game as far as power level and everything. And I can say I'm still I still give it the same review that I gave it on Gamezilla Alpha podcast, but. <laughs> Um, I am a little concerned that there, it's not Destiny 1 in the sense that it's not grabbing me like where I'm like, oh, I'm going to go put 200 hours into this game. That's the only thing I'm going to say. It doesn't mean I won't. I just, and a lot of us that enjoyed the PvP side of Destiny 1 are noticing that the, the PvP side of Destiny 2, though is balanced and feels good, it's different, and it's different enough that it feels to me like I don't know if it's not over. It's not like Overwatch where I can be like, everybody like, let's just jump on and play some rounds of Overwatch. Like, it doesn't feel like that to me. It feels, you know, like we went into competitive, and the range was either A, we just were smoking people, or B, we were getting swept. There was no middle ground. We weren't finding competitive matches. It was just one or the other. And, you know, it wasn't like our squad was full of scrubs. We, yes, we had Jazzy Fiddle. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, every, you know, it's very charitable. Yeah, of you everybody to has along. to drag along one dead weight, but other than that, we had a pretty good squad. And so, you know, I I enjoy it, but I'm still reserved. I'm still reserved in the fact that I can't sit here and say that that Destiny Two is is the winner. That it's that it's going to be it's going to be with me for a long time. Like I still feel like Battlefront. Two and other games that are coming out this holiday are definitely are going to easily, not easily, but it's going to be easier for them to pull me away than let's say when Taken King came out and I was just straight on Destiny, nothing else could get in my way really. So yeah, let the record show, Jazzy carried those raids. Yeah, right. You wish it's on record, man. I have proof in my memories loading into Destiny Two. That you were a nobody when it came to rates. You don't even remember what you ate for breakfast this morning. I had a bowl of cereal, and they were Apple Jacks. <laughs> with 2% milk, my friend. In a Star Wars bowl. Oh, with nice. a disposable spoon. He's remembering things that happened when he was six, which would be really concerned. <laughs> right. I also put my pants today. Yeah, <laughs> he has Alzheimer's. He can't remember today, but he's got six years down. <clears throat> I don't know why that's got to be a thing. I do that every day. 
Well, you know, it's a thing, man. <laughs> it is what it is. I'll tell you. That's what we're up to. But if you want to let us know what you're, what's going on in your life, maybe want to team up, start gaming with us, or with some other people looking for people for getting ready for the Destiny raid coming out next week, or want to beat somebody up in Injustice 2, whatever it is, you need to join the Discord. Motor City Gaming Discord. It is free. Go to the website. Cost you no dollars. MotorCityGaming.com. And uh, right on the homepage, you can find the button that says Join MCG Discord. It's free. Come talk with gamers from around the world every day. Or just hit exclamation point Discord in the chat. Oh, yep. There you go. The you value go. comparison, if you break it down versus like a Netflix that you pay $10 for and you might only use a few hours a week, you can get endless hours of entertainment. As many hours as there are in the week, there's things going on in our Discord, and that's free. So value-wise, they're not even comparable, honestly. So Netflix, watch out. MCD, MCG Discord is going to take you down. Exactly. You can influence a show and get early access to GameZilla Alpha by supporting us on Patreon.com slash GameZilla Podcast like... Sci-Fi AJ, who asks, if I want to support Echo Fox's cause, they have Justin Wong on board and some top Tekken cats, JDCR and Saint. Would that be all right? That's his first question. So is is he talking about... He is, wants is, to is support his... Echo Fox's Tekken cause. But, but, but the reason is is because we know... Um, through through the Discord and through um, playing games with Sci-Fi AJ, we know that he is a Team Liquid fan. That's true. Yeah, that is First. the second question. I still want to ride with Team Liquid, though, so I'm, t- I'm kind of torn. That's not a question. That's a statement. Sorry, I thought it was a question. <laughs> was there a question mark at the end? There was not, but and I did not, not finish a- reading. It's a typical jazzy moment. Sorry, Sci-Fi AJ. Um, I misread your question on the so- show. If if I'm if I'm anyone that can answer this question and say you only can like one team, absolutely only one team, ever, yep. right? You if can't you, just wear a different you, jersey yeah, every week. You can't have different DX racer chairs and jerseys and just go to Boston and buy every jersey that's in the store. You can't do that stuff. Then you, you got to have, have team loyalty. Yeah, team loyalty. C nine for life. <clears throat> That's my answer. That's my answer. <laughs> I will say that you should. <laughs> I'm going to tell him that he should support Echo Fox's cause because we got to meet Rick Fox. All I'm saying. And he is a cool dude. All I'm saying is that. And he needs your support. There is no proof on Instagram, Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, the internet. There's no proof that I have or own or wore a TSM, or an Immortals jersey. So, like, where is all these rumors coming from? I don't even know. Where is this even coming from? Wait, are you telling me? I told everybody. Wait, are you telling me nobody actually said anything? Oh, man. Okay. Also, how are your (laughs) expectations for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite? For real, though, yeah. We we, we met Rick Fox, CEO, owner of... Echo Fox. Fox. Yeah. He was a super cool dude. I love his brand. And honestly, if you're supporting North America teams, that's what I'm all about. I like the NA. Like, I like to support NA. Uh, do I have my favorites? Sure. But do, do you, can you rep multiple teams? I think so. This is not like you, you know, they're not like the Detroit Tigers and Red Wings. And like, and even then, you can like teams outside of your home state. But it's, but these teams don't necessarily have that like location 
issue. You know, it's not yeah. like, hey, you live in Michigan and you like the Ohio Buckeyes and someone's going to kill you for it. You don't have that problem yet. Yeah, there's no location on it. So we'll we'll see in the future of esports. I know Overwatch uh, just had some news that came out that said that they're going to start localizing. It, yeah. So I say go for we'll it. See. I say buy an Echo Fox jersey, get a sweet Echo Fox hat. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, hey, there's me. Yeah, we're uh, if you're on Twitch right now, um these these are photoshopped. They're not real and they never yeah, that looks like Jazzy repping my squad. That the looks immortals. like Jazzy questioning his existence because he's wearing an Immortals jersey. Jazzy, you've never looked better. I have to say it. I have yeah. to. Actually, I believe that's the Immortals jersey that he bought for you. Oh. It was. Yeah, he's supposed to gift it to you. Yeah, but, uh, I've got to wash the piss stains out of it first. He's too excited to, to be wearing it. Yeah, but then he really fell in love with uh, he really fell in love with the Immortals. I did. Uh, I can't wrong him. I am smitten. I, I'm on their website right now. Uh, just researching my boy Shroomed, who's just tearing it up in uh, the world of Smash Brothers. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't know yeah. about Shroomed? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not because I have the app open and I just am no, looking yeah, at it. Yeah, exactly. I'll give you some interesting uh, Immortal Sim uh, news later. Anyways, um, what jersey are you wearing right now? I'm currently jersey? wearing Team Dignitas. The Disgrace. The Disgrace. Team oh, Dignitas. man. Oh, oh, it's sold out. I was going to say, I'm not mad at the Immortal Snapback for 15 bucks. Yeah. They didn't have it. Team Dignitas. <laughs> Man, they did awful. They were but I terrible. still got to rep my boys. And I don't they, like your jersey. And then they got rocked by FlyQuest. And then they got rocked by FlyQuest. Shout out yep. FlyQuest. Anyways, what's the follow-up question that they had? Uh, how are your expectations for Marvel versus Capcom Infinite? Very low. Very low. Would you say they are higher or lower than your expectations when... Double Dragon 4 came out. <laughs> they're higher. They're higher. <laughs> okay. Then that's, higher. that's pretty high. That's pretty high. Uh, I will say more recently when um, more recently when you watch some of the trailers and, and the story mode kind of got shown some more with the demo that released as well, I got a little more interested. Like I, I'm more intrigued. I'm going to, I want to pick the game up. You know, I, I've been a fan of the series. So, but um I think the problem is that when they finally like opened it up and showed a lot of that game, um, Dragon Ball Fighters or whatever it was got shown yeah. at the same time, and it E3. was like, oh man, it, it literally looked like I, I can't even explain. It. Like here's here's like a Geo Metro and a Lamborghini, right? Like that's what it looked. The difference with Dragon Ball, and I know nothing about Dragon Ball, but just the the sheer like beautiful just graphics and everything of that game i was like wow and then they showed infinity or infinite or whatever and i was like oh man <laughs> i'm on the wrong side again it's like the semen the scene in the simpsons when lisa becomes a vegetarian there's like this cute little lamb and they're like oh it's so cute and they see a cute little baby lamb and they're like oh and then the first lamb comes back and they're like get out of the way you exactly it's exactly, exactly. like that we've that's, moved on to the cuter lamb there it is yep but I don't really have an opinion on this because I'm not a fighter. Hey, that's a better picture right there. Uh, that's fabricated. I, I played. Thankfully, you know what? You can't even tell a jersey I'm wearing. It's definitely not the same jersey that Jazzy and uh, and uh, yeah. Oh damn, damn. That's yeah. a good Photoshop job. It's a really good Photoshop job. It is. Real good. Why do I give you guys ammunition? Why do I give you ammunition? 
Well, welcome back, Cable 2KX. <laughs> Loving you. <laughs> but to get back on track of the question. Yeah, um, I'm not a big fighter the, guy. The I played like the story beta for Infinite. And I think I played it for about 10 minutes. I was like, oh, I could stop playing this immediately. I, didn't, I just didn't think it was that fun. Yeah. Let's I honestly see. think I watch more people play fighter games than I actually play fighter yeah. games. I'm just not a big fighting game fan. I like me. <laughs> Look at that face. So awful. I am. Uh, I'm a. I'm a. Like, Looks like someone pissing his Apple Jacks. I'm a fighting game fan. When he was six. Yeah, it's true. I'm a fighting game fan. <laughs> <laughs> this is going off the rails. <laughs> this is, off, this <laughs> is a great video. There is so a moment where we it. had probably too much to drink, and uh, yeah, things got weird. Or not enough to drink. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Watch it on the Twitch channel if you want to know what we're talking about. Just just <laughs> yeah. watch uh, watch a few minutes into the show. You'll understand what's going on. But um, I'm a fighting game fan, but I'm bad at fighting games. So for me, I have to really like the roster and really like maybe like so, like the concept of the story or just the game modes that they're going to provide to invest. So like the new Tekken game, right? And I know I've I've been against Tekken, but the new Tekken game I skipped because there's not enough that excited me to try the world of Tekken where Injustice, being a DC fan, more Marvel, but but enjoying DC and enjoying superheroes and supervillains, I tried Injustice, and I'm bad at it, but I still enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the story of it. You know, I think, I think Injustice has been one of the better fighting games to tell a story through, uh, and Mortal Kombat has also stepped it up, which is the same developer doing both those games but you know I, i'm intrigued by this one because thanos kind of like is supposedly going to help the good guys to take down ultron um who now has the infinity stones and it's just it's an interesting like it's an interesting story where i kind of want to see how it plays out but again the gameplay and the visuals don't excite me so i just don't really like a capcom fighter anymore yeah, that's true, too. I've just kind of gotten too. over, you know, like, I just, over the years, I've liked maybe, like, Namco, you know, Bandai Namco games. I've liked Tekken and Soul Calibur, and I'm super into what NetherRealm does. And so just that style, the straightforward style of a Capcom fighter, just, uh, I, I, I just don't think I enjoy the gameplay like I did when I was a kid. It's, it's, it's totally if personal. If it was in an arcade unit, would you like it more or less? If, uh, so, so, you're, so you're saying if I was at the movie theater and they had a Marvel vs. Capcom infinite machine that I could throw yeah. 50 would you, cents in Would you play? be more likely to play that or on your console at home? I would be more likely to 50 cents at a time play some reps on an arcade machine while I'm waiting for my movie to start than I would be to go spend $60 to have a copy at home. Okay, That's a hun- that's 100% true. I agree. I would love to play it at an arcade before I buy it because mm-hmm. I'm... Much as I love Marvel and everything, Spider Man's in it. I love Spider Man, so but it does not make me want to buy it. And you're a bigger fan of the series and of Capcom oh, yeah. Fighters than anyone else in the room right now. Marvel versus Capcom Two, greatest of all time. Yeah, I can play that game forever. Oh, Cable, uh, Cable, Captain Commando, and Ryu or Akuma is my mm-hmm. my squad. Huh. Um, just a side note, Cable. I've been seeing some commotion in the chat about our category of saying that we are not uh, oh, co- yeah okay. yep so there you go. cool um thanks for the question sci-fi yeah thanks for the question you better uh, not sell out team liquid that's all i'm saying 
Team Liquid Man, for life. Stick with your voice. If you if you want an honest answer, Sci-Fi AJ, ditch Team Liquid and go Echo Fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's yeah. be real. <laughs> um, but in all honesty, I mean, look at look at what loyalty rewards you. Um, Immortals. Yeah, I've been on, riding with them for a couple you years. Ride with them when they're on the bottom, and now they're on top. And and you're you're gonna go all the way to worlds and the world championship when Immortals wins it all this year. Yeah, I can I can say I've been with Immortals the whole time. Just like Jazzy will be able to say that uh, you know when Zelda wins Game of the Year, he'll be like, I've always believed in Zelda, and I'll yeah. feel like I always believed in Immortals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Since yeah. <laughs> when did I say Zelda wasn't gonna win Game of the Year? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You uh, every <laughs> time you said Horizon Zero Dawn is gonna win Game of the Year, oh, yeah, that's for me it should that's win when Game you of the Year. Said. That's not what saying. Saying. It's not gonna win Game of the yeah. Year. We're you know. It was a fucking joke, Jazzy. We're both just <laughs> very very knowledgeable about the things we're fans of. Yeah. You with Zelda, him with Immortals. Yeah. I don't know if I can do the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you with Hellblade, him with League of Legends. I'm a pro now. Yeah. Watch out, wild turtle. I'm coming for your ass. <laughs> and I don't know about turtle. You might be able to slip into Omar God's spot right about now. Oh, man. Yeah. Come on. Leave the poor kid alone. He got thrown in. He wasn't ready, man. They were still cooking him. <laughs> Still cooking. Up. Yeah, he's getting real grilled. You know right these now. kids aren't real. They make these. <laughs> he was. He was super raw. <laughs> they were still in mold phase. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, um, his creepy crawler goo hadn't finished <laughs> coagulating or whatever. Creepy crawlers. <laughs> oh, I remember the creepy crawlers. Do you see what the? This is what patrons do. They influence the show and create whatever mess it is that we're just. We're, we've now moved on to creepy crawlers. Anyways, I, I, I think I might have a little sociopath in me because when I was younger, I used to make the creepy crawlers like normal. Do you want some sociopath? And then, in you <laughs> and then my sister and I used to cook them in her easy bake. <laughs> oh, that'd be ru- that ruined the Easy Bake Oven. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, but but she- it was her, so I didn't care. <laughs> Man, but you could have been eating those quarter size cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, um, we do want to thank our sponsor before we lose them uh, for this episode. So, Dad, I take it away. They could lose us. But I'll never lose them. The Detroit Beer Collective. I don't really know what that means, but I tr- I tried to make it a little romantic. You don't touch my Powerade, you son of a bitch. I just want to say, patron, patron EA Spuds, creepy crawlers. Yeah, to sing it properly. Um, if you want to clean all the creepy crawlies right out of your damn beard, you need to buy some beard shampoo from DetroitBeardCollective.com. Log on today. Purchase a beard crate. Hey, guess what? They have a list of great scents for their beard elixirs and their beard butters. You can go down, pick the smell you like, and go, oh, yeah, I think that smells good. I'd like my face to smell that way. And then you can purchase it, lump it all into the beard crate, get a great deal on it. Uh, you know, if your beard gets a little wild, calm it down with the beard comb, okay? Get them uh, them centipedes and spiders right out of there. Creepy crawl them right out of your face with products from DetroitBeardCollective.com. And tell you what, the fine folks here at Motor City Gaming present company excluded because we're all terrible are hooking you up with a deal you can save 20 percent on orders 25 dollars or more by using the checkout code mc gaming when you make a purchase at detroitbeardcollective.com so type in mc gaming to save at detroitbeardcollective.com and make your beard less creepy and less crawly detroitbeardcollective.com Well, that button doesn't work.
I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. <laughs> searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. Alright. Topic number one. Nintendo of America has made an announcement. Not just Nintendo of America. Reggie Filzame, my boy, the president of Nintendo of America, said Your the boy. company did not manipulate this, the rarity of NES Classic last year. Problems outside of their control and not limited stock were behind the SNES Classic disastrous pre-order. So, he wanted to make a statement today in an interview. Said that supply of the throwback console, which launches September 29th, will be consistent enough that gamers shouldn't pay more than $79.99 list priced, even if they're going to auction sites. His actual quote I would strongly urge you not to overbid on SNES classics on any of the auction sites. Adding that Nintendo had dramatically increased production of the SNES classic. And basically blaming the initial wave of horrible Walmarts and everywhere else as far as leaking their pre-orders at like 4 in the morning and then they all got canceled. It wasn't their fault and it was out of their control, but it had nothing to do with limited numbers or quantities. So, all these people that have been buying these for $300 already on eBay when the item's not even out yet, Reggie's coming out basically saying, you're going to be able to walk in and get one of these. I don't believe it. <laughs> so, that, so that was you basically can't start off with a lie and then expect me to believe everything else that you say. Well, what was the lie? The um, hold on, the company did not manipulate the scarcity of the NES Classic. Reggie never lies, man. Yes, you did. You didn't make enough. No, that's called manipulating the scarcity. It's not not necessarily to say that they were uh, manipulating it would be uh, would be okay. We can assume that we. It is our assumption that they do this all the damn time. But by him saying, hey, we didn't manipulate it, that's not admitting that they didn't make enough. They totally did not make enough of those. But to say that they manipulated it would be saying that their actions were malicious, which we can assume, but he's, he's refuting that. Reggie said multiple choke points among Nintendo's supply chain, coupled with unexpected high consumer demand, led to shortages of the Nintendo Switch and... The NES yeah, class passing the buck. Yeah, all right. And he now also saying, said we'll have a good online platform. Ooh, that was a lie. You got you got him there. He also said manufacturing suggested that the reason why they went with the NES Classic the way they did out the gate and then tried to make more out of reaction, which is always hard to do, was because other retro style consoles had sold poorly for other companies. Which was true. How many other weird little retro boxes have you bought? That's like Sega, though. Come on. Sega, Atari, yeah. Intellivision. Name one of those companies, or all three of them combined, that is the same level of Nintendo. But it's still your only sample size. You don't get to pick and choose. It's still the only other stuff that was out there that allowed you to consider what you might be looking at. No, All right. I still I don't know. feel like Reggie's your boy, so you're trying to defend him. Reggie's, my, Reggie's the man, okay? Reggie's never done any wrong. He's 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 pr Nintendo of America, so he's okay. It's everyone in Japan that sucks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he, 
because that's where all the, where it all really happens. <laughs> Reggie's just that poster boy. He's just that front man. You're like you can't blame him. You can't do that stuff. But um, you you need to move that. All right. So um, further. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> that how, is cancer right there. How are you not like? I might be sterile. I might be sterile from having that phone. It clearly radiates. <laughs> it's tough because, like, man, I don't want to be sterile, but at the same time, I'm pretty cheap and don't want to buy another phone. I don't know what to do, guys. But he also said that because of the sales of the NES Classic, when they decided to do the SNES Classic, they looked at the demand and they dramatically increased the production of the SNES Classic. I hope they did. So it's. I kind of want one of these now. I do. I didn't for a while. You know, I still would love an NES Classic, but I've kind of moved on from it. Um, but I recently found out that we might be putting a HD, an HD TV, high definition television, in at the Lake House. Mm. Which how dope would it be to just have this little little box hooked into an input there? Hacked. If it starts, if it starts raining while we're out the lake, Donkey Kong Country, Zelda, Mario Kart, it's all going down, and mm-hmm. that way I'm not uh, sitting there playing dominoes. Right. Nothing wrong with Domino's, though. Yeah, I like Domino's. I don't like the Minios as much as you guys. But, um, you know, I, I honestly, if these two would have came out at the same time, NES Classic and SNES Classic, I would want, I would have bought the SNES Classic, you know, way sooner than the NES. And I like NES, but there's just more games on the SNES that I care about. So, all right. Next topic. So, uh, sorry, let me backtrack. Uh, Jazzy doesn't believe. What do you think of, the, of that Nintendo statement? There will be more. There will be more. Uh, we're going to walk into a store and be able to pick one off the shelf? No. Knowing they come out in September and not November. Pre-holiday release. I just can't fathom walking into a worst purchase location and seeing a stack of like a dozen of these on the shelf. Okay. All right. But you think it'll be something like if you have connections to certain people that maybe are in the industry, you're gonna it's gonna be a lot easier to get that phone call that says, "Hey, get up here, we got them." I kind of like the, the case. Wii. and I th- I think you might see one or two here or there, maybe. But it's n- it's not gonna be like, oh, I can walk up to GameStop uh, whenever I want between now and Christmas and buy one of these. Yeah. Like it's not it's not gonna be that scenario. Right. Uh, cable, what do you I think? I think it's going to be one of those scenarios where you walk into like a Myers that no one Random. goes to. Yeah. And you'll see it there. Yep, that's a good call. Do we think that it has a little to do with the maybe nostalgia of the NES versus the SNES? Like, I feel like a lot of like, you know, the older generation wanted the NES Classic because that's something that they kind of grew up gaming with, whereas the SNES might have been a little bit past that. We also have the NES when that was a th- when it was in its prime and 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 just booming. What what other system was there to compete against it? You right. When the you didn't have a Sega Genesis with a Super Nintendo, that era was very split. I was a Genesis kid, you know. Like I love, I played Sonic. And I, I had Genesis, Sega Genesis, 32X, Sega CD, you know, I, I, and I kept going all the way up to the Dreamcast. But um, now I think I, I skipped, the only thing I skipped was the Saturn because it was a mess. I had transitioned to Sony at that point. But, um, yeah, I, you know, like when you think of the NES, you think like that was a time in gaming where it was just like that was just the one 
real option. <laughs> that was like the one system that was like everyone wants it. Everyone wants to play Tetris and, and Mario and and you know Zelda and all those games. And there wasn't really that direct competition because the master system wasn't as popular here as it was overseas. And uh, you know you at that point Atari and them were still around, but they weren't they weren't what they used to be. So they were on their way downhill. So if you guys had the option of saying, hey, we're creating these two systems, the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, you only get one of them. Which one are you picking? I mean, I'm biased. I'm going to go SNES Classic because I want Super Metroid. And then I'm going to say, Happy Metroid Monday! Oh, we're getting a new Metroid this week, everyone. Ah. Friday. That's right. Yeah. Get my new 3DS as well. It nice. sounds good. Metroid on it. My 10th one. How many 3DSs do you own now? About, about 10. Dang. Maybe more. D- 3DSs or just like the DS family? Oh, DS family. Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to really, lot, I'd have lot. to go count. It's not good. Keep it here, though. Keep it here. I'm Talk looking. to me. I'm talking. Talk to me. He All just right. got, he got that Metroid like high. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah. I would just love to see the look in your eyes when you talk mm. about Metroid. I think he just climaxed. Definitely. Jizzed in my ponds. <laughs> that too. I'm waiting. That's all I got. Okay, Just good. keep going. All right, well, <laughs> next topic in the news. Custom Xbox One S that lights up has been revealed by Microsoft and made in collaboration with the Chainsmokers. Oh, yay! The Chainsmokers! We got a picture of it up here you're if welcome. you're watching us on Twitch. It, it, Never again, Cable. The only reason why I bring this topic up is because this is a new initiative that Microsoft is starting where they're going to build custom Xboxes with brands and celebrities, and then those Xboxes are going to be raff, uh, given away. There's going to be a way where you can win this. And the Chainsmoker one is, is going to be given away, uh, and you can find out more details on how to get that from their website and their social media. How do I win that? I need it. Yeah, it's a cool looking Xbox. It's cool when you actually get to see the video and the colors like breathe and everything. Mm-hmm. And almost the top of the system almost kind of looks alive. But the the real reason why I brought this up um, is this initiative. This this initiative that Xbox thinks is a good is a good idea where they're going to team up with celebrities and brands, build these one off systems, and then let them let them do whatever it is with them, give them away to charity or or try to raffle them off or whatever it is, right? And I just kind of I come back to the concept that right now you can build um, controllers with Microsoft, right? I, and I forgot their the the name of their um, service, but it has it has a name. Anyways, you can you know have multiple colors and different color joysticks and you know different finishes of the of the plastic and you know it's it's cool, right? And but why limit this initiative to just celebrities and brands? You already give your fan base the ability to make a cool controller and even put a little saying on it that's like, you know, get on my level is what Jazzy's would say. But, you know, the the question I have here is that you have companies out there that exist like Color uh, ColorWave, right? That where you can send in your system or even buy a system from them and they'll the you can 
change all the colors, how what col- what uh, LED lights and all that stuff you want, they'll customize it for you. Now, I'm not saying something like this custom, like the Chainsmoker one with custom LED lights and all that stuff needs to be available to the public, but why not expand your custom controller option into letting me order a Xbox One S or an Xbox One X and be able to custom colorize the system based off your color palette that you have like for your controllers, let's say. So it's not giving me full control, but it's giving me an option that if I want a red, blue, and white system so that it's Spider-Man themed, you know, this comes back to that argument that, I'm sorry, not an argument, a debate between Cable and I, that things like that can, can shift someone that's on the fence which way they're going to go. And if and I know Cable is is like I'm never gonna own an Xbox, but if I told Cable that he could have a Spider-Man themed Xbox and Sony had no intentions of ever giving him that, it's one more re- it's one more thing that I can th- reason why I can think to go the other way. And so for me, I just I kind of feel like it's a it's a huge miss for them that would that. Because you're manufacturing your, these controllers custom-wise, I don't feel like ramping it up to allow the casing of a system would be that much more difficult. And so it's kind of con- confusing to me that they want to make a big deal about this. You know, We're going to see maybe five different systems throughout the year w- from different brands and celebrities. And uh, you know, millions of people are going to try to win it, and one lucky person is going to get it, but everybody else is going to be disappointed, and you're not going to have any like sub- category to give them the ability to have a custom system one reason why i'm getting an x is because i got to pre-order project scorpio because it was different that's one reason why at day one i pre-ordered if it wasn't the scorpio edition i would i I probably would have waited and kind of and kind of felt it out but the fact that i was like man the scorpio edition is actually pretty cool i like i like what they did here even down to the boxing of the system but it's not autographed by the chain smokers. It's not, right. I mean, that's a big bummer. So just you can't even use those controllers. They're priceless. Oh, man. The controllers are signed. You use this system. The, yeah, the controllers are Right, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> just the the greatness. Yeah. Like, Listen, okay, I, I know you don't like the chain smokers. Calm down. Uh, Guess I'm what gonna, the children right now do? It's the youths. The youths do. Well, this podcast is for the children. I mean, um, I'm going to try to win like when LeVar Ball has his own like big baller brand. You know they're going to make one. <laughs> I know they are. I know. I'm calling it right now. They're going to be five, and one of them is going to be Big Baller Brand with LeVar and all his kids signing it and stuff. Wait for it. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah, it'll happen. happen. But you don't like the Chainsmokers? Not really. I only like one song of theirs. It's with Coldplay. That's the reason I like it. See, I've heard that song. I go... Man, every time I hear Coldplay, I'm like, man, is there like uh, some sort of sharp object I can stick through my ear? (laughs) Like Chris Martin, pass on you, man. It's not my thing. I'm a huge fan of Coldplay. Yeah, more more power to you and the Chainsmokers and the Coldplay and Gwyneth Paltrow and whatever. (laughs) (laughs) She she was married to that guy, right? Thank you. You laugh. Okay, (laughs) so I think that this idea and concept is cool if. Xbox had more, like, they're just giving the system off to let these groups do what they want to do with it. I think if it was strictly, like, a for charity type thing, like, hey, we're going to make these real special, unique Xboxes and then give them to a charity on behalf of this group of people, it would be different. 
Yeah. But like the second you get a group of people that's like, we're going to sell this on eBay, your highest bidder wins. And you know it's going to. Like, so the second that happens, I think it takes away all like the flashiness uh, and uniqueness that Xbox is trying to create with this. This will be given away to a fan of Chainsmokers and then it'll be sold on eBay. Exactly. Which that part you can't control, right? But. I get, I get what you're saying, and it's the same sense of like what Apple does, right? They have the red product, right? They they release they release several of their products in in red form, which basically supports a charity, uh, you know, to support the the fight, you know, against AIDS, mm-hmm. and um, in I believe primarily, I mean, I know it's worldwide right now, but red uh, originated in Africa, I believe, was the was the original original location. Anyways, you know, like you can get an iPhone, and it came in silver and black. At the time, that was it. And it was like, but there's a red iPhone, only available at the Apple Store, you know. And a percentage of the proceeds go to the charity, right? Like, and and they and that's what they do. They and they they'll they'll have special laptops, special at the back in the day iPods and things like that. But you know, and I liked that. I thought that was unique enough, and it was and it was semi exclusive, where you had to go mm-hmm. to the Apple Store to get it, and it, and you didn't see everyone walking around with it, so it gave it that, you know. I don't know, for certain people, it drove them to want that. I'd, I'd care in the slightest bit about this if they made more than one of each unit. Sure. If they're like, we make a hundred, make a hundred chain smoker ones, uh, you know, and so many can, can be bought at the Microsoft store and so many are going to be raffled off directly and so many are going to be given away from the chain smoker fan club page or whatever. I would think that's a lot cooler. I can look at one cool system and know that only one person is ever going to get that, and I don't care in the slightest bit because I know I'll never have that. No one I know will ever have that. So it's just a neat-looking thing on a screen that will never really be real or tangible. But, you know, let's say, okay, I shit on the on the chain smokers, but let's, let's flip the table and say that that was Coheed and Cambria, my favorite band. I'd be over here squirming thinking I need that video game system, but I would be angry if i saw that there was only one ever that was gonna exist but if you told me there was a hundred or 500 or whatever i would probably be like man i probably need to get to the microsoft store like 9 a.m tomorrow to order that because it's it's a real thing right yeah you have so, you have an, a possible it's kind one of doesn't seem real it's kind me. of the same thing when playstation released their 20th anniversary ps4 yeah and they were like we're only gonna make an effort that basically was like the the release it was like the date of the release I think so. Of the original PlayStation One, and that was the amount of them that they made. Yeah, they made like one thousand ninety-five, or you know, it was whatever. Some, right, yeah. whatever. And each one was numbered with a plate, and that, and 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 you realistically had a fair shot at going to get one from the Sony website because that was the only you could only get it directly from Sony. That was a cool. That was cool, and I and to this day I still want one. And the prices have come down a lot on them, but you know, like that is a great example of something unique, special. And history, like that was a history of Sony at that point, and that's why it's like Xbox. It's like we're like honestly, Xbox could take an Xbox One X or even an S for God's sakes if they wanted to keep the price down and put it in a custom original Xbox styled shell. Not it's not perfectly sized. But I'd even think about buying that. Yeah, like I would buy put that. With the big green hundred. X on the top, yes. where it kind of domed a little exactly. bit. Exactly. I'd be like, oh man, maybe I actually need an Xbox because yeah. that's super cool looking. Exactly. So, like, I mean, you can steal my ideas, please, because because that's what I want to see from you. And you're going to raffle yeah. one off. And I think you coming out and calling this an initiative versus just like, like you already market with. 
brands and with celebrities all the time. You're, you're Microsoft, for God's sakes. So to call this an initiative is kind of silly to me, and I think you're missing the boat that we would rather have semi-customizable options when we order a system directly from you, so that way you don't have to sell it to Best Buy at, at, you know, at a reduced price, and then I buy it from Best Buy. I'll just buy it directly from you because I can get a color that I can't get yeah. from Best Buy. Especially in a world where you, as the consumer, you literally create everything you do. Yeah. Like, oh, your shoes that you wore, you went onto a shoe website and built the, built your own shoe. Yeah. And then you went to Subway and built your own sandwich. And, and I went, went to went- Microsoft. <laughs> I went to Xbox and I built my own controller. I already... <laughs> right. <laughs> the input device for your console, you allow me to customize, but you won't let me customize the system. For your, for your birthday, you took me, second time I've only been there, Mongolian Barbecue, yep. where you literally make your own plate and then they cook it for I you. It's a it's a popular thing for sure. You guys out there trying to shame me for getting a, my big ass bowl of meat. I mean, it was a lot of meat. Yeah, you guys out there shaming me for getting mine. I was impressed. You were not impressed. You were being, you were disappointed. I was just calling out because I wanted to create a scene. I wanted people to be able to respect you. You were trying to bring, mm. the, you were trying no. to bring the disappointment I of my own wife. I wanted everyone <laughs> to know that you were with me, okay? <laughs> you did not. Yeah. You when everyone not. looked at that bowl and was like, holy shit, I wanted everyone to understand that you were standing you next to me. You didn't even stand like, by me. I am here for this guy. They they told me where to no, stand. No, you were over there they with Pokeyell making fun of me. I mean, that part's true. But listen, yeah. all I'm saying is I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> to be fair, it's he, had a, he had a giant bowl of meat. And nobody in line from our group was saying a word. We were just looking at him, like kind of mumbling to ourselves, like, look at look at how much meat he's got in that yeah. bowl. And then here he is, like, play it cool, guys. Play it cool. We're like, dude, you're the one making the scene. Like <laughs> you guys were not being cool about it. You didn't even have to talk about it. You guys weren't being cool at all. I, I think I had a photo of it. I'll, I'll have to put it up on social media. That, that, that's too much broccoli. <laughs> we know that's not meat. It's pretty close to that, but just substitute it with meat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why would you want anything other than meat when you're at a restaurant where you okay, you could get a bowl of meat or you get a bowl of garbage that you feed to a rabbit. I'm gonna get a bowl of meat. <laughs> no, I, I blend mine with noodles and meat. Really, it's just basically noodles and meat, and then I put one green thing on there so that no one so that my wife can't yell at me. I'd be like, listen, there's three peppers on there, okay? You need to back off. <laughs> See, what what you do is you get a whole bowl of meat and you go home and make your own damn noodles. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point too. That's a good point too. I, okay, real talk. What my, we don't understand is that those leftovers will last him for a week. Okay, <laughs> real talk. My boy used to go to the Chinese buffet in town, oh, and they did carry out, and he would get the box and just literally load the entire thing with chicken. <laughs> Just like like where he's holding it close, walking out the door, and he just go home make his own rice. <laughs> Oh. Now we know where you got the ideas from. Yep. Okay, great. Got smart friends. Next topic. You guys aren't them. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Next Play topic. Play cool, Ethan. Play cool. <laughs> All right, this topic is going to really excite you because it's about Sea of Thieves. <gasps> no, but, but has it been canceled? This is, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they took the water effects and they gave it to somebody else. Yeah. No, so um, this was what we were talking about, right? Um, Player Unknown Battlegrounds teamed up with Microsoft, and and our and Microsoft is now pr- is publishing the version for Xbox, and and have created this partnership with Microsoft. And here's the first example of how it pays off for you. 
Sea of Thieves is sharing its amazing water tech with Player Unknown Battlegrounds. So if you've played Player Unknown Battlegrounds, you understand that the water air, the water of that game Awful. is um it's pretty rough. It's horrible. It's pretty bad. It's jello. Yeah, and so because they've and, and we talked about how the benefits that they were going to get from from partnering with Microsoft, right? It's already showing in the fact that they go, hey, we have these these brand new water mechanics um, in Sea of Thieves, and we're going to share it with you. And like, that's awesome. Like, you really haven't done anything because you were already coming out on Xbox, but because you made this deal, now you're getting access to you know mechanics, tech, and everything that that you didn't have before. That maybe you couldn't, maybe as a de- as a developer, you couldn't even afford. For all I know. Well, they probably sold them the the mechanics for the water because they're like, see if these is going to bomb. We need to find a way to make some. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's sell the water mechanics to anyone. <laughs> oh, that's pure speculation. Mike, Microsoft did something very smart here, and they gave relevance to the Sea of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> I like pirate things so much, and that game looks awful. <laughs> yeah, so it was said that uh, Rare, Rare said they loved PUBG. Uh, they were talking to the creator, Brendan Green. And they played a lot, but they said, oh, your water. I mean, it's not very good. <laughs> That's what they told them. But Rare has great water tech, they said. We should share some knowledge. That's a great thing about being part of a network of studios. We can get that water tech essentially for free, and we can share stuff with them. Essentially. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. They're now cool. taking a nickel of every download. So. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah, so, so we're going to start seeing Rare's, Rare's mechanics and technology for, for water in PUBG, and that's just the, the first example of what this partnership is bringing for, small develop, for, uh, for the small development company of um, Blue Hole. Yeah. Mm. On the real, this is really cool because the water in PUBG is awful. And, and let's be honest, as, bad as, we, as much as we want to mock Sea of Thieves, yeah. the, the water mechanics look great. They do look great. Yeah, the water, the yeah. water did look great. So. But like when you're running, running through Jello and PUBG, and then like you're in a field, but you still hear like the sloshing effects, like, come on. Yeah. All right, next topic. How an emergency fix saved Rocket League servers at launch. So this was, this was interesting. It's obviously not something that just happened. It happened in the past. But uh, in an interview recently, the uh, one of the developers of... Rocket League from Psionic Studios was um, was caught off guard by the early success, right? I think I think everybody there was caught off guard. They didn't they had yeah. no idea that this was going to happen to them. So, um, but when you have that, people maybe don't necessarily think of the strain that it puts on the servers of a game, right? And when you're a small development company, your servers probably aren't that impressive. And that was the case for Rocket League. So. Um, the date, uh, last name Davis. So uh, do we have first? Yeah. Corey Davis revealed there was a surprising solution to keeping the servers up for rocket league at launch. His quote is, I don't remember all the technical details, but my boss's wife would have to stay up overnight and press a button every hour to reset the servers. It makes no sense in retrospect. Like how can we not automate this? But for some reason she had to wake up on an interval like all night because the guys would work all day and then they would sleep. So she would take the night shift of keeping the servers alive somehow. 
I hope this lady's a millionaire now. Rock, yeah. Rocket, she deserves every right. second of it. Rocket League saw over 5 million downloads in the game's first three weeks. So the process of fixing the servers wasn't easy. And um, <laughs> the analogy people always use is like rebuilding a plane while you're in the air, Davis said. So you're already taken off and you have to reconstruct the entire plane without anyone falling to their death. That is very true. Coming from yeah. my, from myself, um, yeah, when shit's live, it's hard to to change things without causing problems or going down. So um, we were legitimately scared that we had blown our chance because they they literally they didn't they thought we're gonna have to shut down and it's gonna create disappointment and we're gonna lose these people and, it's, and we're not gonna get them back and that's a, that's a legitimate fear. Uh, for an unknown company, an unknown game that they didn't expect this type of right. explosion. So, um, obviously that didn't happen. Rocket League now has over 30 million registered players and a Nintendo Switch version coming out soon. So, uh, featuring exclusive cars such as a Samus gunship car. Yes! She's back! Woo! That's right, we're getting... A gunship car and a new game and a new 3DS and a collector's edition. And amiibo. And I two amiibos. I'm gonna be honest, I wanna shake that lady's hand. Right? She is like oh, man. I've been wanting a to play, hero of gaming. I've been wanting to play some Rocket League recently. We gotta we gotta play some Rocket League soon. Alright, I mean but, I have yeah. Rocket League. I just thought that was a that was a really no, cool. No, you don't get to play. It's really cool. You gotta <laughs> practice league. Yeah. <laughs> that was never part of the agreement. I agreed to play it literally one time. New agreement. If you want to play games like Rocket League, you have to play League first. So match of League, then you can go play what you want. And that way I'll get League out of you. Well, I guess this is the end of me playing video games. Damn. <laughs> I'm going to have to go off the grid. Damn, um, that backfired on me. Cable, you want to start like a like a backgammon league or something? Dude, I love some backgammon. Well, then we are going to start a league in our own podcast <laughs> With blackjack okay. and hookers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Okay. We're named for, for <laughs> yeah, backgammon. Yeah, I'm down. Cool. See you guys. But we can finally get cool jerseys. Yeah, absolutely. Backgammon jerseys. That's your job. <laughs> I did everything that you needed. Just do it now, man. Just do, just go for it. I don't care if it comes back pink and purple and with dots all over it. Just go for it. I got like it. He calls you out, and it's his job. <laughs> No, I mean y'all uh, wearing Cloud Nine and Dignitas. That's what I was. Oh, the, oh, so you're gonna get there's bat, a reason. professional bat gambling league jerseys is what you're talking about. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That makes more sense. Okay. Next. We're gonna have a Super Bowl of bat gambling. <laughs> <laughs> next topic: Destiny Two surpasses 1.2 million concurrent players online. It's off to a strong start. So it's gonna catch Battleborn pretty fast. Yep. Um. So it, this was as of this was. <laughs> I just Watch said, yep, like it was nothing. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> right. And I think I was a little more shocked by the fact that you agreed with him and yeah. just like left no, him alone. I, no, I just think well, no, I was like, in one year, out yeah. the other with him. I, just I was, said, yeah, when totally. When I was thinking about it, I'm like, he did say 1.2 million, whereas Battleborn has 1.2 concurrent Pe- people, players. People. <laughs> yeah. So as of September 10th. Yeah, 2.1. One days, time when I played. Four days after launch, they have 1.2 million concurrent users. Uh, it's available on PS4 and Xbox One, and this obvious number obviously doesn't count PC until October 24th when that launches. Uh, assuming the game doesn't shed too many players over the coming weeks, Destiny 2's concurrent player could be set to rise even further. 
The uh, overall numbers for Destiny 2 are yet to be discussed, but can we can bet it's uh, considerably more than just the number of people who are playing simultaneously on September 10th. So um, that's just a peak, not an overall number. Uh, Bungie hasn't hasn't given us that yet, but that's that's good. It's a good start. Um, I think the the tough thing is nightfalls are are here. The raids right around the corner. PVP is, um, you know, PVP is the big question right now. Player versus player, multiplayer is is the big question that the how is the longevity going to look for that mode? And right now, the one problem I have with it is that like if I want to go play control, I can't. I have to queue up and have the possibility of getting control, and that bugs me a little bit. Where like if I want to just and we talked about this in like. Um, what was that? I think it was Battlefront 1 when it first launched. It was like you just had to go throw yourself in a queue and you didn't necessarily know what you were getting or whatever. It didn't have... it, Or no, that wasn't Battlefront. But whatever game, it, like, I should be able to pick, you know? Like, Destiny 1, I could even build custom matches. And I, I'm assuming that is hopefully coming for Destiny 2. But, like, it's weird how in certain ways I feel like we took a step backwards with Destiny 2 where we lost features. And this is one of them where it's like, all right, we're going to competitive, and now it's either diffuse or survival. It's like, well, all right, well, I suck at survival, so I just want to play survival. You know, you can't. So what you're saying is they took a page from Splatoon. They did, yeah. You, but it, you can still play with your friends, though. This is true. Yeah, Splatoon, um, you can. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's just that the ability to pick one mode and just play that one mode, or wanna, you want to practice this, you know, specific map that is primarily used in, you know, in that particular mode, it, it, you just don't have that flexibility, and that bothers me a little bit. From especially from an esports e standpoint, that's a big, yeah. that's a miss for me. Um, yeah, so I'll be interested to see in six months where we're at with Destiny 2. They have to. The holidays are going to be no way the holidays are going to be successful. The first DLC launch is going to be successful, but 6 months getting into next year and and early next year and really seeing did everyone hold on? Is everyone still here and waiting for more content or did you lose a lot of people and now and now you're going to do the same, you know, you're playing the same game where it's okay, let's change this, change that, add this, add that. Here's the new DLC. Come on back everybody. You know, and yeah. that that'll be the interesting piece. They've got to fix this. I think they're going to get more people when the PC version come out because a they lot will. of people are waiting. But I think it's tough to, on a PC standpoint if 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 the multiplayer matchmaking is the same as it is right now on the console when PC launches. When you think of how PC first person shooters are mm -hmm. and how customizable matches can be down to everything. Destiny almost feels like a child's game in, at that, in that sense, where you don't have that ability for, you know, custom matches like you would in every, I mean, everything. Counter-Strike and, and, I mean, hell, PUBG has options that Destiny doesn't have, and that's a simplistic shooter. Yeah. So, you know, that's my concern. I think maybe by trials, when trials come out, they want everyone to get used to these game modes, and then they yeah. play here. And that's and see, that's the other thing that I have that you have to keep thinking about this game. For the people I have talked to that were more on my side about the concerns, but they were more like upset about it. You have to don't don't can think of this game like w what Destiny One was when you left. Think about this game compared to Destiny One when it launched. Okay? It's unfair to judge a game in its its infancy against a game that had five 
four four or five DLC packs along with complete overhaul of mechanics over three years. Like that's that's different. You know, like if you wanna in a year look at the health of Destiny Two versus Destiny One and say, well, you know, now it has three DLC releases, it has Sparrow, you know, they, they brought um, you know, timed events and things like that, then yeah, it's more of a comparison. But right now, I think the problem people are having is they're looking at a three year old game where they, they hacked the shit out of it several times, dropped major DLC packs that were pretty much a try like a reset button on the game when Taken King launched. And they're comparing that to the launch of Destiny 2. Yeah. I, I'd say look at Destiny 1 vanilla and look at Destiny 2, and you should probably like De- I, I think you'll like Destiny 2 in every aspect there is. I mean, I like Survivor. It's not even that bad. It's just when you get stuck with shitty team members. I like it, but the problem where Destiny 1, sometimes you just hop into Crucible. There'd be multiple times that we'd all just hop online and just go play crucible for fun i feel like the multiplayer now in destiny is like it's more it's grown up it's more serious yeah and because of it it's like if you're just looking to leisurely play you won't you don't go to pvp almost right now no right now yeah right now absolutely not because it's just like it's too much and yeah, I feel like you have to run with a squad of four that you communicate with because, and that's the difference is that I felt like if you signed on and none of your friends were on and you go jump into some PVP, you could still have like some individual success. And now I feel like it's, it's become a completely team-based fighter that you need to communicate what location you're going to, what, what point you're defending, where you're going to plant the bomb. Like there's so much objective, you know, related items now that running solo almost is just, it's just pointless. I mean, I, when y'all was playing, I did run solo and I lost every game. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's so. nothing I can do. I mean, yeah. Matchmaking seems like it's yeah. all over the place right I th- now. I think with the new, the new modes they have, and the fact that they took it from the six down to four player teams, I think they're going to build up for a huge launch of uh, what would be a relaunch now of the being able to build custom matches. Because I think Destiny Two is going to go eSport. I think they saw enough success with the release in Destiny 1 that they feel they can compete with this Call of Duty and the Gears of War and stuff like that. Um, However, the one thing that I will agree with you on is I think that the competitive end of that should be like that, and I'm okay with it. But when you're just going in to do a quick play, I even think they should have went the other way and opened it up like, hey, we had all these giant maps that were a pain in the ass in the last game. Make a few more of those giant maps and then make a, like a 12v12. Yeah, I don't even need, like, if you want to keep the matchmaking side of things 4v4, but I, but you let me build custom matches that could be 6v6, like, or something like you said, like, that would be cool. I don't even need it to be matchmaking where if enough of my friends are on, because I think that's the problem, is we, have, we run a community that, like, we get on at right. night and we have to decide who we're teaming up with. That, you know, I ran into that a little bit last night when I was playing. I knew in the chat that there was at least three people that were thinking about playing uh, some Crucible together, and I was like, well, they probably have a fourth. I don't even know if I want to stop my mission to then see if I could be the fourth, and when there's probably someone who's already in the chat waiting to want to be that. That didn't happen with Destiny two, Destiny 1 until like we were really at the peak when we were playing it that we were trying to, you know, you know, we'd have seven or eight players online. So it is, I think that is a, that was the thing I was the most bummed about when they announced that it was going to be 4v4 in Destiny 2 because just being honest, 
I know that I'm uh, a step below in skill. Most the most of you guys, actually, all three of you guys in the room are at least a step ahead of me skill wise. Where I would fall more in like the bottom of our community in skill. Wait. You can't put me on the same level as these two. I'm way. Well, you're above. two steps I'm ahead. Way you're two or three them. steps ahead, and then yeah. there's these guys. You said at least I'm, a step. Yeah, at least yeah. a step. You don't hey, need uh, to cable. pad your fucking hey. stats like hey. you do your destiny. Scores. Hey, cable. One v one. I'm going to own you. Yeah, one v one me, bro. I mean, I'm already retired, so I don't need to play no more. Yeah, exactly. Oh, That's exactly go. the excuse like, I keep my hearing. Guns on hey, the Mayweather. Shelf. Mayweather. We get it. Okay. We get it. Retired. Yeah. Retired after one match. You were retired after beating <laughs> Five Mile Rick. Congratulations, you're one and zero. I will say this so though, I, I did play the, I did play the, I did play the Crucible with Cable Two KX yesterday. And what do you think his phrase was that he used the most? Uh, the same one that he used in Destiny One. Oh man, I need to find a gun that I like. I don't like this gun. I need a better gun. I do not have right now. There is no (laughs) freaking good guns in that game right now. I think think the line that I'm used to hearing is, um, and you might want to turn my mic down a little bit because I got to get in cables. (laughs) Yeah, bitch! Yeah, bitch! Something like that. I did do that yesterday. (laughs) I'm actually uh, looking forward to hearing, don't hold back. Your enemies won't. (laughs) The whole map. Yeah. Yeah, but I did hear the uh, gun complaining a lot from him. Um, there is no good gun on the Mita tool. I can't. Well, I can't get that yet. Well, whose fault is that? Okay, oh, but what level are you? Um, a twenty and two fifteen, two sixteen okay. power level. Okay. I mean, I'm eighteen and I'm like a quarter of the way through the story. I've almost level yeah. capped real early on in the game. Yeah, I did every mission. Like they was like, "Why are you doing all the side missions?" I was like, "I thought you were supposed to." Because that's all the, the reason. Was. The reason why he's he's almost level capped and only a quarter way through the story is because he's so bad. That by the time he <laughs> finishes shooting, <laughs> by the time he finishes shooting like a group of spawns, the first one he kills is already respawned. <laughs> oh yeah, it's endless. It's endless. Uh, you know, fallen. And that was mean. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So, my <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I just said that was mean. I didn't say anything else. <laughs> I I personally have the the feeling in my mind, and I, I think to myself, wow. I'm a little bit better at this game than when I started it two and a half years ago, whatever. Like, I was like, oh, I've improved. Still terrible, but improvement. None of you have to corroborate. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are dicks. So the next topic is that... I haven't played with you yet, so... (laughs) The next topic is the raids. uh, Raids and more events have been dated in the new roadmap released by Bungie. So I wanted to go over this roadmap. Obviously, the launch week, we got uh, a a Nightfall, which was the arms dealer. Uh, We got our first Flashpoints, which was the EDZ. Um, And um, and, and that that was uh, the launch launch Wednesday and then throughout that week. But starting tomorrow, uh, 9-12, basically we're getting our new Nightfall, which is the Inverted Spire, uh, which is the Nightfall that we were able to try out uh, on the beta. And then Nightfall um, Guided Games beta begins. So this is that, that new mode where you're encouraged to help strangers or whatever, team up with them, and, and um, there might be some additional perks for the people that try to help uh, individuals that are looking for groups to play with. Uh, Flashpoint uh, updates come to uh, Nessus, and then that then Wednesday, 9.13, we get our Leviathan raid uh, that launches. 
Uh, and Friday will start uh, nine fifteen. We'll start the trials of the nine begins, and which is our new um, is trials of the nines is our new trials of Osiris. Of Osiris yeah. yeah. Um, and then Zer returns with a selection of exotics. And the cool thing about this is that they're saying we're going to learn more about Zer's bosses and, and other beings within his group because of the Trials of the Nine. So that should be interesting. Uh, so that that's that's this that's this current week. The following week, we're going to get a, uh, the Nightfall change to Exodus cr- uh, Crash. Flashpoint switches over to IO, and then obviously again on Friday we'll have the Trials of the Nine. And Zer returning as a repetitive piece. Now we're going to see it every weekend type deal. Um, but the uh, the interesting piece is week four, the uh, last week of September, starting uh, the the events will start on nine twenty six, and that is um, new Flashpoint. Or sorry, new Nightfall Flashpoints moving to Titan, and then Leviathan Raid guided games beta begins. So again, people looking f- maybe don't have a full six-player group looking to join. You're going to get extra perks and stuff like that, um, helping people through the raid. But then the faction rally begins, which will be our first taste of uh, Future War Cult, uh, Dead Orbit, and who am I missing? Um, uh. New monarchy. New, New monarchy. monarchy. And um, there's one more. Just the three. No, it's three. Yep. Yeah, wasn't there four in Destiny 1, though? Mm-hmm. No. It was just three. Just the three. Oh, no, future. Yeah. Okay. And the factions. Uh, so this will be our first taste of the factions coming back uh, with Destiny 2. So, uh, yeah, that that is our roadmap that, that Bungie has released. And you can uh, we'll have uh, Jazzy add that to our download page on MotorCityGaming.com where you go listen to the podcast. You'll actually be able to see this roadmap. So... Do you do we know if the factions are the same yet? They're the, I just said it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. they're they're. Uh, I was trying to think. Yeah, of it includes the first games: Future War, called Dead Orbit, and New Monarchy groups. So, um, it looks like they're going to stay the same. I'm uh, actually excited for trials because I actually think we can win. Like I don't know what this new setup, this competitive mode. He's always said that, by the way. So I always said we can win. We just don't play. <laughs> we just don't win. We don't play. <laughs> Hey. But I think we can win it. I hey. think th- this way set I'm up. I'm in. I'm in. I think we can win it. I'm in. I'm in. I am not. Well, I'm, I'm not going to hold you guys back. That's fair. Because I always liked that it was objective based. Yeah, I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate you not holding us back. Yeah, you know. You know, and then I would uh, think the jazz that Jazzy would do the same for this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you don't. You don't always get back what you give. Okay. <laughs> So somebody's got to run the decoy to so make you guys look good, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're perfectly okay with joining our fire team for Trials of the Night. <laughs> so you can just run out in the middle of the match so we know where they're fodder, at. The bait. <laughs> yeah. Trials of the Night is now 4, 4v4, though. Oh, not it three, is. Not 3v3 yeah. yeah. anymore. Well, so if you we, needed one more. need to, that one more. We'll be probably killed. just recruit um, Ecto. Literally anyone but me. Exactly. Yeah. Who's available minus Deadite? Um, all right, so the last Destiny topic is the Xbox Store has leaked Destiny 2 DLC information. So uh, the listing on the Xbox Store regarding the Curse of Osiris DLC, it does not specify a release date, but it includes the following list of additions to the base game. Explore Mercury, which is a location that we have not visited yet in the game, uh, and its mysterious Infinite Forest. New story missions and adventures, new themed weapons, armor, and gear to earn, new cooperative activities, and new cooperative multiplayer arenas. 
all being uh, added. The description also confirms that you'll learn more about the mysterious Osiris, who you've previously heard about but never met. Uh, the caption, the description actually says, Destiny 2 Expansion 1, Curse of Osiris, continues your Guardian's journey with all new story missions and adventures set in a new destination, Mercury. Journey through time and space to learn the secrets of Osiris, avert a dark future, and rebuild the ties between the legendary warlock and his greatest student, Ikora Ray. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I know her. You said a competitive arena? Uh-huh. So we get cooperative arena. Uh, oh, com- competitive, competitive arena, uh, oh. multiplayer arenas. Oh, they say cooperative arena. I was like, yeah. is that like a Co- Prison of no. Elders sort of That's thing? That's what I was yeah. wondering if they could bring that back. back. I loved Prison Elders. That was so fun. It. That was fun. Yeah, this is saying new competitive multiplayer arenas, uh, new cooperative activities. So that's. The wording. I would actually say playing Prison of Elders was one of my favorite modes on the original Destiny. I enjoyed it. That was like one of my weekly things like I was excited to do so I can get whatever weapons. Yeah, yeah I liked it too. It was it was fun. That was actually the that was the mode that kind of got me back into Destiny. Uh-huh. It was you know hot at the time and uh Invalid was playing it a lot and so I jumped into a group with him and that was me then I was like chops you got to try. You got to come back man. Like be- believe it or not it's actually fun. You know, like that was that moment where I was like, Destiny's fun again. So, but, um, all right. So that was our Destiny news of the week. I'm going to, I got one topic left that we wanted to uh, discuss lightly. And, and this, this guy is, uh, I don't know what's going on here anymore, but everyone has heard of Pew, PewDiePie, PewDiePie. It's PewDiePie. You said it right. PewDiePie. I'm calling him PewDiePie. <laughs> but yeah, it's PewDiePie. I know. He blurts out the N-word during a video game live stream. Well, y'all look at me. <laughs> I didn't look at you. I looked I at you. I did not look at you. <laughs> I looked at you to just see your reaction, Cable. No, I, I watched the video. Yeah, I'm just curious to know. Oh, so you've actually watched it. I actually watched it. Okay. I so, looked at you. So let's... <laughs> yeah. He knows the most about streamers. I figured he'd know about Absolutely. All right, I'm just going to keep moving on. Cable, you watched the video. What What are your thoughts? He's a closet racist. Okay. And this is not his first time that he's not done something like this. I mean, I can see, like, I can see if he was provoked and he knew that person was black to try to get under their skin or try to, just for any reason. I mean, there's no reason to do that at all. But he did it because he couldn't hit his shot. And he said he's being a... Effing. Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what, what, what made you say that? What, 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 what made you say that? Like, that's not something you just say. Right, <laughs> right. Like, like, because you're angry, that's what came out. And that's almost like a concept of, like, you lost some of your self-control. And so some of the inner beliefs or, you know, feelings came out. It's almost, it's almost what it feels like to me. It feels like... You, you're PewDiePie. Now Felix is out because that's right. his real name. Yeah. Now you let your Felix out, but PewDiePie is. Oh, I'm I I'm not racist. I say quirky things. I do it just to be fun. Yeah. No, you let your Felix out now. Yeah. And yeah. We know that you are a classic racist. So let me let me give the rundown here a little bit, and then we can we can kind of uh, dissect this a, a little and see and, and get some opinions from the rest of the uh, crew here. But PewDiePie, who remains the most popular channel on YouTube, used a racial slur while playing a video game in a live stream Sunday. 
Uh, the Swedish vlogger is again being blasted by critics. While playing Player Unknown Battleground, PewDiePie, real name Felix, uh, said about an opponent who was shelling him, what a effing inward. Sorry, but what a effing, he then added, I don't mean that in a bad way. What other way can you mean it? <laughs> like, <Right>. what? <laughs> so the latest controversy comes after um, Felix in February lost his deal with Disney. Because that's that's the thing. He actually got signed by Disney. He was one of the first YouTubers to get, like, this major uh, sponsorship or, or not even sponsorship, like, like became a, a member of Disney. Um at Disney's Maker Studios and YouTube in the wake of his ill-advised pranks to p- to pay random strangers to um, spout anti-Semitic... Uh, oh, my God. I can't believe this guy. Anti-Semitic comments and after reports of his videos featuring Nazi imagery, PewDiePie's channel has more than 57 million subscribers currently. Look at the guy's deep blue eyes. It looks like... He has the eyeballs of Hitler in his face. Like. Yeah. So after reports circulated Sunday about PewDiePie's uttering the N-word, Campo Santo co-founder uh, Sean Veneman, whose studio develops the game Firewatch, game. tweeted that the company plans to file DMCA takedown requests to try to remove all videos of, of uh, PewDiePie's playing his company's title. He also tweeted, I am sick of this child getting more and more chances to make money off what we make and that PewDiePie is worse than a closet racist. He's he's a propagator of despicable garbage that does real damage to the culture around this industry. Best part of all this is that PewDiePie has not responded to the latest controversy at all. He knows he's fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was no getting out of yeah. this. Well, after the, after the backlash in February over his uh, anti-Semitic post, PewDiePie issued an apology while also attacking the media for reporting on his attempts of humor out of context. His quote was, I'm sorry for the words that I used as I know they offend people. And I admit that the joke itself went too far. I do strongly believe that you can joke about anything, but I also believe that there's a right way and not the best and not the best way to joke about things. <laughs> and then uh, just recently, a week ago, he tweeted out, uh, "Being independent from networks is rough. Now I only get a 80/20 revenue split with myself." So you know, there he is, kind of bragging because you know he's uh, he. He's an entrepreneur that's split away from all the deals with Disney and YouTube. It's like, listen, man, you had it sweet. Yeah, you have a lot of followers, but now you have no protection. There's no one there to guard you other than the other closet racists. And anybody else is going to back you, which is probably not the crew you want to hang around. Or so, it is the crew he wants to hang around. I mean, maybe. Let's he's be like, hey. You want to play some games and hate some Jews? My man. Yeah. You know, like he's got. He, <laughs> yeah. he's not. No one should follow him, but you're like, well, you know, he probably wouldn't want to hang out with those people. He probably would. Those are probably his people. When that stuff was going down with Charlotte, they were tagging him with all of it, too. Like, they were saying he was supporting it and he sent money and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think think we are potentially witnessing the, you know, epic collapse of one of the most famous 
content creators on the internet, I, I think we're literally going to see this kind of, you know, on a, on a scale of Colin Moriarty that we've never seen. That's what I'm saying. Colin ended up leaving kind of funny for making a joke that was far less offensive yes. than this. I, you know, I'm not one to and say, I don't wanna, you know, we don't want to rate them. Correct. Right. But, but the, the, but the concept, but this one we can, you can, you can put this on a scale of being far more offensive than yeah. what Colin did. I don't, I, I with, don't a tra- with a track record yeah. of far more offensive things that he's done in the past where Colin was just an asshole. Yeah, in the correct. Past. Correct. I think it just, whenever you get this famous, be it on YouTube, be it an actor, actress, like, so you're a celebrity, you have to act completely different on f- screen than you do when you're not. Like, I think you have to. I think honestly, when you become this famous, you have to be different. Yeah, you don't get the option of on screen or off screen anymore because people follow you everywhere. If you're in the public eye, you can't do anything. I mean, it's the same thing as if I'm, right. you know, I shouldn't do, you know, I'm a news anchor. I shouldn't say something on the news, but if I'm at a bar and someone recognizes me, I also probably shouldn't say it because it's still going to come back and cost me my job. Yeah. And it has for some people. And this person here thinks this is my problem with, with Felix. He thinks he's immortal. He thinks he's invincible. He does not think anything he does can potentially end him, end his career. And that's where I lose a lot of respect for somebody in the sense that you have built something and I give you credit for doing something that no one else has been able to do. You are, you are number one in this realm. But guess what? That does not mean that you can stay there and do whatever you want. Like you need to have a level of intelligence and a level of respect. And I think, I think the dude's smart. Like clearly he's done some things that are very impressive, but I don't think he has the respect. You know, sitting there and saying you can joke about anything uh, you know, just like it, it just matters if you can pitch, if you can say it right or not. Like, go ahead, go ahead and go, go ahead and start joking about the hurricanes that just hit. I don't think anybody finds it funny, man. It's not. There, there's no right time to joke about that. There's no way. Sorry. Currently, there's no way to joke about that. And realistically, probably never should. Like, why? Why even bother? And so, like, for his comments to be like that, it's almost kind of like a smack back in the face of everybody. Like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, but I believe I can joke about anything I want. See, so so here's the – and I, I've i studied comedy. Um, I am – I'm a strong believer in comedy as a form of communication. And I also personally in my life do use it in uncomfortable situations and painful situations to get through things. Mm-hmm. And I don't think – I don't think – anyone has the right to tell you that you shouldn't be able to joke about something. But my point is he, what he's saying, the way he's saying it and the way he's putting it out there is I'm in on the joke. You're not in on the joke. That's on you. I guess my question is that when you're mad at someone that's owning you on a video game and you splurt, you blurt out effing, you know, um, that's not a joke. Correct. There's no joke there. That's just you being mad. It's the same thing when I get owned in league and I go and punch my chair so hard that my hand hurts. It'd be instead of that, I would go, <laughs> I would go and say something that I probably shouldn't, which happens a lot in league when people right. tell me to go cut my wrist and die. Like, really, probably shouldn't do that. But not probably. You shouldn't do that. But. You know, that's I think that's my issue here is that these aren't jokes. You're not going these aren't this isn't like a Seinfeld uh, issue where, 
you know, someone, he, he um, who was it? That took Kramer, the guy Kramer. who plays Kramer. Yeah, got, yeah, he was getting heckled, and yeah, he lost his cool, but he was in a comedy realm trying to be funny, and it didn't work out, and yes, he lost his cool, and he said something he shouldn't have said, but it... It was more in the realm of what we're talking about here. Like, like if if PewDiePie is going to sit there and 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 rely on this joke defense, then you need to tell jokes. And you, this wasn't. Like, I'm not saying you don't tell jokes. I'm not saying you don't understand comedy. What I'm saying is that this instance was not a joke. This was you losing your cool and then saying something before you thought about it. Exactly. It's it's a time and place thing too. Like. If he if he wants to joke about this, that's fine. But like, he needs to learn when and where to use and around who. I, I'm gonna and like I say, like you said, like he needs to kind of change himself. Yes, but there's been plenty of times where I'll come hang out with you guys, and the way that we communicate with each other is completely different than the way, say, I'll communicate with my parents. So like, I'll go see my parents right after I'm done hanging out with you guys, and I'll still have that mentality of like, hey, I'm still. Talking yeah. to my to my buds, and I, my parents have said on multiple occasions, like, "Hey, watch your language. You're not talking with your friends anymore." Right. And I immediately, oh, okay, yep, you're right. I snap out of it, and I and I talk to them the way that I feel yeah. I should in right. a respectful manner. He needs to learn that, like, if he wants to have this joke inside thing with his friends, is it is it still okay at that point? No, I personally yeah. don't think it's okay at that point. Still, but guess what? You're not going to be posted everywhere saying that you you said this and look like a giant ass because it's going to be the small group of people that thinks you're an ass versus yeah. the whole world now. But you still got to even be careful of that because you, one day that person's your friend and they recorded you and they think it's funny and the next day you get an argument and all of a sudden because you're famous they release it to the internet. Yep. But my whole thing and and I and I'll and I'll even use myself as an example here is that I grew up in a predominantly white city. Back when I was young, it, like I didn't have African American friends because they weren't around like my they weren't in my schools they weren't you know and so i have used this word before i understood before i understood what this word was before i understood the pain that this word holds and you know i think about those moments when i was a kid and I, and this is i wasn't in my 20s you know i was i was a kid you know i was a dumbass kid that didn't know the different you know it was the same thing with me using other words like gay and and other things that we you know that we've come to learn and respect and and you know not use in hateful ways and so for me i look at this guy who's who's not young in the sense of being a a, a child and i kind of look at him i go man in this day and age it's di- everything's different and you should understand like you should have a, a a level of understanding now that maybe you didn't have back in the day because you didn't have the exposure to it because you didn't have the you know the people around you to educate you the way you need to be educated and that and so so for me when i hear people use those words cuz i still do i almost look at them i almost pity them i almost feel bad for them because i look at them and i go man like that's your vocabulary like that is that's how you express yourself. Like that's mm-hmm. that's sad. That is really sad. And I so agree with for, you, you know, for you... me, like someone like this with this success and this background and everything, I'm like, either A, you're just a plain racist, or B, like you're you're you know, 
Unfor- He's probably just a plain racist. I mean, that's, that's really. Yeah. I, I don't even have a B. I'm not, trying. Not, I'm trying not, to give him a, a, another option. It, it, you're really probably just a racist. Not, yeah, yeah, it's, not e- it's either grossly immature and doesn't understand, or yeah. a plain racist. Yeah. But because of his track record, I'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, "Homeboy's probably racist." Yeah. yeah. Not to not to like flip what you just said, but uh, yes. In this day and age, we should have a, an understanding, but also in this day and age, like the divorce rate is higher than it's ever been. People aren't getting educated the way that they used to be educated, I feel, even back in our generation. It's true. So, I'm not saying education in a formal standpoint, but I'm saying in the world of Facebook, in the world of social media, and the social internet, education is very different. Right. I have exposure to things that if, if, those th- if those worlds didn't exist, I would never know. Like, like the reason we know about police brutality and all these things that happen across the world is because we have outlets that show us it whenever we want. When I was a kid, it was the six o'clock news or the newspaper or wait 10 years for it to show up in a textbook. That was it. Like you didn't have anything else. You signed, you dialed in to, to online so that you could talk to someone on AIM. And then you had like Netscape that showed you like, you know, three pages of stuff. Like it's different now in the sense of the, the amount of information we take in. You, you damn well know you shouldn't have done that. You damn well know that's a big no no. And especially someone, if I was sitting there with millions and like, I'm number one on YouTube, I'm the man. Why? Why even, t- why even, Give the opportunity to fall off my pedestal by saying one stupid thing. And if you really, truly don't mean it, then it's even stupider that you did it. But if you're a closet racist, then it makes more sense, at least, that you're a piece of shit. That's, I mean, that's it. I have nothing else to say about, I've never really been a fan of PewDiePie, but this has made me where I don't, I'm never going to watch one of his videos. I used to watch him when he was early. Yeah. It's funny in the early days. Yeah, and I just think... He come from Call of Duty. His, his, his whole career started with Call of Duty. Yeah. That's the most racist true. game ever. True, that's true, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's Call of Duty's fault. I mean, you know, there the you fact go. that he started on <laughs> Call of Duty and never dropped that word ever yeah. in his early stuff. Yep. And you heard it in his channel, people calling it amongst yeah. each other. That's but, just something that's standard. But he was cautious because he was, he was cautious. growing. Yeah. Because he wasn't a somebody yet. He got com- he got too comfortable, and I think I think I agree with with uh, Cable. Is I think we saw a a true moment of the, of of an individual mm-hmm. versus versus a fake personality. You saw PewDiePie in all his videos, and when he finally decided, okay, I'm gonna show Felix, he yeah. came out. Yeah, that's unfortunate. There's other people who've yeah. used that word in in a joking manner, and it's like like everyone's being oversensitive about it. No, he wasn't joking. Like you said, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's he needed his of, internet family yeah. to say, like, hey, you're not talking with your friends anymore. We're pretty <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That's what. You uh, guys wait for the for the deadite to go away. You guys get the real Ethan. <sighs> Anyways. Unleash it on you. This is a hot topic, obviously, <laughs> about a, about an icon within our industry. Let us know uh, your thoughts on this topic. And you can talk with everybody here and all the gaming community of Motor City Gaming right on the Discord. So if you're watching us on chat. Then you want to go ahead and hit exclamation point Discord. Otherwise, head on over to MotorCityGaming.com. Right on the homepage, you got join the MCG <laughs> Discord button. Click it. It's free. Talk with people from around the world about topics like this one or find people to play games with that maybe aren't complete assholes like PewDiePie. 
And why are you just laughing? This topic, he's over here just giggling like, man, PewDiePie's a great guy. Yeah, well, he might be a sociopath, so i got to relate a little That's bit. That's true. He's um, the one that threw no, that I'm just thinking, like, down there. I'm just, <laughs> just thinking you guys, like, like I'm going to unleash the real Ethan. It's just me, like, really, like, nervous playing video games and, like, crying a little bit. Like, oh, my friend's, like, playing games with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what you sound like when we're online. <laughs> I so. know. You guys get the real Ethan then. <laughs> yeah. you know. But uh, th- that's our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Visit MotorCityGaming.com. And like I said, continue the conversation on our Discord channel. <sighs> well, I think that's all the news we have. There's no more news of anything at all, ever. Excellent. No more segments. Let's wrap up this show. But if there was one more segment, what would it sound like? Welcome to Summoner's Rift. So this is a little bit risky. Oh my god, Frybrook, are you kidding me? That vision steals the Elder Dragon! Oh, let's break it! Damn! I am not gonna lie. I thought for sure he was gonna hit the muster bus, but... I was like, <laughs> that son of a bitch. This is Jazzy's Esports Corner. Welcome to the big show. Banana. Banana. Oh, and we're sued. I, I, I just Bronze to, five, get out of here. I want to take, I, we don't have time for snake court, but just know that it could come down the line. Uh, I'm going to have to slap an infringement. There's already Cable's Corner. We already have a corner segment. Yeah, sir. So that's already been Cable's Corner. Cable's Corner exists of one video, but it exists. Well, it, that'd, hey, okay, it'd hey, be yeah. like, he's like, this is Jazzy Esport Pit. I'd be suing the shit out of it, okay? <laughs> There's only one episode of Snake Pit, but I still sue him over it. So There's so, technically two, just one in, one in the can right yeah. now. Let me turn, let me turn hey, so I can look before. Let me turn so I can look directly at Deadite for this first piece of news, all right? Yeah. So they're uh, uh, CSGO. I've heard of it. Yep. Uh, there is a large controversy... At DreamHack that just happened in the CSGO tournament because the Immortals... The squad. Got King dis- of Kings. Got disqualified from the finals. What? And had to forfeit their spot in the tournament because they showed up 45 minutes late. Oh, that's a rock star move, Immortals. I respect your moxie. <laughs> you don't need to bad. be on time. I'm never on time to anything. <laughs> more more forming into me going with Immortals. <laughs> So there's a large controversy going on there's now. There's no controversy there. If you're 45 minutes late, you're, you lost. You're you done. Lost. Right. You lost, but you know you did it with Moxie. Guess what? Like if that. I'm 45 minutes late to my soccer match, guess what? The game's over. So whatever happened, happened. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. So they're interviewing a bunch of players from Team North that they were supposed to be playing against. and they Scrubs. F- basically they got are, lucky. The Immortals they didn't come and yeah, just They basically are saying them. like they... Because <laughs> they admit that they probably would have gotten beat by immortals. Like they say this in their interviews, and they're but they're also saying like, "I wish they would have just let us play it, play it out." Like I understand the circumstances, but I, we would have rather just played the finals. So now there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on as as to whether the um, I guess referees of the DreamHack event made the right call in this CSGO final. Did they give a reason why they were 45 minutes late? They did, they did, it does not. I looked oh. everywhere for that. I was, like, searching different Because uh, if, like, our car broke down and we had to, like, get an Uber, we had to walk or whatever. Yeah, I get, yeah that's my thing is that if, the, like, was the team communicating with the event? Right. And if so, then I think you can reschedule, you can shift, you know, and you'd be all right. But if it was just like 45 minutes and there's no communication, you, uh, you, know? you roll up with a burrito and a Capri Sun, like, let's <laughs> right. do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, man, where have you been? It doesn't Chipotle? work like that. Yeah. You should have been here clicking. So, yeah, they just, they didn't show up. 
and uh, now there's. I guess the big thing about it was. I might show up 45 minutes late to the I guess, podcast. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I guess the goes. big thing about it was is uh, DreamHack had made an announcement that basically stated that the Immortals said that they were informed by DreamHack that the their scheduled time would be after the second semifinal had concluded, one hour after. So now Immortals are coming out and saying that. Oh, we showed up late because DreamHack told us that it was supposed to start an hour after the semifinal. The semifinal ended earlier than it was supposed to, so now they're saying that they were screwed by DreamHack because mm. they didn't show up at the time they were supposed to. Okay. This is very simple, and the fact that just create a scheduled time, and that's when you play your games. Uh, but at the same time, like, okay. <laughs> show okay. up to the game. I am going to put Immortals on blast a little bit. Like, have some class and just be at the venue and compete. Yeah. Like, take also, things seriously. Also, I, I, I kind of think if your excuse is that you said it's going to start at this point, like, most – it's the finals, first of all, for Counter-Strike. It's not like it's for, like, Vainglory, you know, right. like, mobile MOBA. But it's – which – which teams like Immortals has a team for that, right? But like they do. I was just on their website an hour ago. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is like Counter Strike is a big is a big deal. So, I feel like, and and I'm always comparing things to League, right? Because League right now is just that it's that's the level of profession that I that I expect if you're gonna have if you're gonna be successful, and like these teams are there way earlier. Yeah. Like it's not like they roll in and walk in and like cool let's play. No, they're there. They have they have pre-game meetings, they have a pre-game meal. They you know they have, they they strategize. Like come on. Like don't like this excuse of when when this timing is doesn't give you a window that necessarily works in the sense that your team should have been there. Right. Not to mention especially in, Dreamhack. Yeah. It's not like it's <laughs> yeah. a small it's, it's uh, a major event. tournament. Yeah, and I don't know about you because I know this happens in the professionals and it's in esports now. But when I was playing hockey growing up, if I was already slotted to go to the finals of a tournament, what's the one thing that your coach and team did? Went and watched the game to see who you were going to be playing. So yeah. you were already there because you wanted to know scouting. who you were going to be playing. You were yeah. scouting. You were you know. Yep. And they do this. They watch film of these other teams to see what their play style is, what advantages they can get on mm. these teams. So for you just not to be at the venue, like. Make <laughs> in the beginning of the day, it doesn't make ridiculous. sense. It just does not make sense. So, it's a rock star move, and I respect it, Immortal. <laughs> False. Anyways, going on, uh, Dignitas. Yeah, my boys. The CEO of Dignitas, Jonathan <laughs> Kemp, <laughs> his, uh, came out and gave a statement and kind of did an interview on what the NALCS expansion might look like and growing their fan base. So he basically come out, came out as a, a CEO of a major uh, league organization and said, hey, we're going into franchising next year. Here's the stuff that you might not be getting told on the end of the teams. You already hear what Riot's doing. You hear why Riot's doing it and what the benefit is for Riot, but no real owner has stepped up and said, hey, here's what the benefits are going to be for us. So he, um, and I'll have this on the page so you can read through all of it, but basically he's saying that, you know, teams are kind of fighting for that franchise spot and um, the benefits are <laughs> endless for them if they do get into the franchise of LCS. Yeah, I mean, it clearly looks like a very lucrative option for these teams. It's why 
you know, I was reading, uh, I was reading uh, interviews with CLG owner and um, and operator where they were saying, "Do you hope to get a spot?" You know, like, and and so like when you think of Counter Logic Gaming, you're like, well, of course you're gonna get a spot, but it's like it, that's how like serious this is. Like, mm-hmm. e- like it doesn't matter if you're TSM, it doesn't matter if you're Cloud Nine. Like, you you have to go through the same process to try to get one of these spots to be franchised, and uh, and that's because there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot of uh, of lucrative options and stability that p- that this league and this industry is going to gain. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you could have you know the best team in League of Legends, and you've won all these. So we'll, we'll say you know TSM's won six of the last ten splits. If their organization does not run properly, then they're not going to get a spot with Riot. Like that's just right. how it is. It's it's an complete organization based thing and they're going to put teams in position that are going to help grow League of Legends and basically right. blossom what is going to be the world of esports. Yeah. So we have our two final qualifiers for Worlds. Yes, we the, do. Yes, the gauntlet happened this <sighs> past weekend. Over in Europe, we had Fnatic facing off against H2K for the finals and Fnatic takes the final spot for the European World Contendership and North America. It was Counter Logic Gaming against Cloud Nine, and Cloud Nine is going to Worlds again for the fourth straight year. That's right. They didn't need to go to Boston. They didn't need to win NA. They just said, <laughs> "We'll just wait for the scrubs to come by. We'll get one play one game, and we're in. We're in. Cloud Nine going to win Worlds this year." So I did rattle off the world's um, teams that are currently in group stage, so teams that have earned their spot right in the group stage. Um, there is still a qualifying world's play-in stage, which is where uh, Fnatic and Cloud9 fall into, and they'll be playing other teams like uh, WE from China, Gambit Esports, Lion Gaming, Direwolves. A lot of these teams, not really big-name teams, so they shouldn't have a problem, but... The uh, play stage will be it sorted. It is Cloud Nine. They like to not show up <laughs> to the games that they that's should. True, show, that's that, true. that you're like, oh yeah, this should be uh, an easy walk, and then they lose. Yeah. So the play-in stage will be sorted into four groups of three teams, and the random draw is tomorrow. I was right. So September twelfth at eight a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the group stages will be drawn, and you will get to see where your team, if they made it, falls into the world's group stage categories. Now, question is that is the for the play in, are those teams just going to be like TBA? They're not because they can't they, fall into a group they, until they play through that that they mini gauntlet it's, it's almost. A, it's a weird because it is kind of like a mini gauntlet, but you really kind of almost get dumped into like a third position seating versus. An so those teams are two. go. Oh, those teams are going in, but this is going to play them out to where they're going to fall. They play in. out to where they're actually mm. fall. So there's gotcha. still some teams that could make like tier two group yep. versus a tier. So three Cloud group. Nine could lose their way away from SKT. Maybe they could potentially. Yes, <laughs> let's, let's hope for that. <laughs> SKT's not slotted to do well this year in Worlds, true, but true. they were also not slotted to do well in Worlds last year. So. True. So haven't they been playing poorly? They have. They have yeah. They didn't even win their uh, championship. They lost yeah. the summer split to Longju Gaming. So, yep. good. Even Samsung, like they were they big as rival, right? The Samsung is on fire right now too. Yeah, they're so good. They're them, d- yep. them and the Flash Wolves. It's going to be 
I just want North America to do well and Worlds this North year. North America is winning Worlds this year. So. North America is winning Worlds. I would I'll, you hear I would, it now. I would shake Immortals Ethan's go into the final. If Immortals won Worlds, like I don't even care. As I would as do North more American to Ethan <laughs> if, if, if Immortals won Worlds. Come on, Immortals. <laughs> <laughs> and my last uh, bit of esports news this week is Blizzard has just opened a dedicated esports venue in Burbank. Mm. So this is going to basically be in a suburb of Los Angeles. And they will be hosting um, anywhere from the Overwatch League is going to be primarily played there to Hearthstone Championships and stuff like that. So, so this is their this is their home riot their, type this facility. Is, uh, basically, their home their their LCS arena basically yeah. as cool. as Riot has. So that's exciting. They'll have uh, two venue stages and then multiple like practice rooms and stuff like that. So it's just uh, cool t- cool to see that. Esports arenas are starting to come yeah. up across the United States. So, yeah, now if we could just get some good land buildings that don't open up at 4 p.m. in Boston, right? We flew in super early and we were like, oh, we'll just go find a cafeteria that's got decent Wi Fi. And that was difficult enough. Then we're like, oh, there's all these cool, like, land spots. These look sweet. We don't even have to use our laptops. They all all opened at like four p.m. and I get it. Like I get the idea. It's probably kid oriented. You gotta wait for after, after school, school. Mm-hmm. and stuff. But like, man, wait, school wasn't in time. I know. I know. And plus, you got all these tourists. Like, come on, man. And these these places look sick. Like it, it sweet. was really cool setup. It's a couple of streamers that's about to open some up in their own time. Yeah, I think I think Michigan needs one. I think Motor City Gaming needs to open a land. Yeah. Now we're talking land. Slash underage bar. Wait, what? No, I'm sorry. I didn't say that. Underage bar? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to serve alcohol to everybody. So a speakeasy. Yeah. <laughs> as long speakeasy as he says party. Oh, 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 we could cut so much cost because we could brew our own, like, toilet wine in a mm-hmm. bathtub. And kids will pay anything for that. Exactly. Yeah. We're on. We got this. This yeah. is the business model. This is a business model that can't fail. We cannot toilet fail. wine to teenagers. We we are for the children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh god! That has been everything in the world of esports this week. Wow, that got that got a little off the rails there. We're gonna have to. Does we're me. gonna have to pull. We're gonna pull Jazzy back. Sorry, you guys saw the real Ethan there. He's, uh, he's, the Dead Eye Knight would never sell toilet wine to teenagers. Now you just have to say, I didn't mean it in that way. I, I, you know, I can't you joke about selling alcohol to minors? Can't you joke about that? Yeah. Now, um, we want to... <laughs> you can. Guess what? Yeah. You can't joke yeah, 100%, about 100%. 100%. We want to... Um, you know, When we talk about toilet wine, there's only one thing we want to do when it comes to toilet wine and selling it to children, and that's thank the Detroit Beard Collective once again for sponsoring this episode of the GameZilla Podcast. Remember to use the code MCGAMING to save 20% on all your beard grooming orders over $25. And you can put exclamation point DBC in the chat. They'll link you right to this um, Detroit Beard Collective. Boom. Done. Man, look at that. If retro gaming is your thing, listen to the Legend of Retro podcast every Thursdays in all the same great places that you listen to us. 
GameZilla Alpha is our weekly topic show. Last week we picked Destiny 2. This week, who knows what it's going to be. Destiny 3. <laughs> maybe. But uh, if you're looking for that more in-depth look on some of the latest topics of the gaming industry, GameZilla Alpha every Sunday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and of course, MotorCityGaming.com. If you want the inside scoop on the best toilet wine recipes, support us on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash GameZilla Podcast. Every dollar you contribute goes a long way to us uh, maintaining this podcast. You get to listen to it for free every single week, and that's uh, you know including GameZilla Alpha. That's including all of our streams and uh, you know fun stuff we do on uh, social media. And by you contributing a dollar or more every single month, it goes directly into the show, into growing it. Uh, maintaining our equipment, our, our licenses, everything that we have to keep up to do this show. Uh, you help us do that, and it means a lot to us. And uh, Jazzy has great perks for you. So, uh, you know, he's hooking you up with a lot of fun. So uh, go ahead, subscribe. Yeah, great perks. I like that awful trash. The league. best perks. Like that Better perks than anyone else. Play Grover in Europe. <laughs> Never mind. That was an esports joke. You wouldn't get it. Got it. Cable, anything you want to <laughs> shout out before we uh, wrap this episode up? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> no, he's good. Cable's choking. I, I literally have like a cat hair in my throat right now. So Cable probably has the same thing. It must have like wafted in here. Like, I feel like you should have like no. a pinky up in the air when you did like, no. 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 <laughs> he, he turns around with a monocle on and be like, no, old child, not at all. We shall close out the show. All right. Uh, Jazzy, anything you want to plug besides your butt? No, the, my butt's perfectly good enough. <laughs> good, for me. good. That's right? all flashbacked. Jazzy's butt. Yeah, that's what I want to plug. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for everybody for tuning in. Make sure to hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit that heart emoji wherever it is that you listen to us. Show us some love. Leave a review. Give us five stars. It helps us so much. Make sure to visit MotorCityGaming.com. And uh, until next week, remember, we are the Elite Free DLC for all your gaming news. So I'm going to say it again. Until next time, <laughs> game, game on. on. Man, you really fluff that one. It's the devil dog.